You're listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Friday, June 22, 2018, and we read from 2 Corinthians. We tend to forget that Paul wrote these passages in response to some very specific and painful difficulties he was having with the Corinthian congregation. Paul seeks to rebuild their relationship, to defend his own integrity as a trustworthy, competent servant of Christ, and refute what he perceives as the claims by other evangelists who think they have superior gifts. Paul wants them to recognize the gift of reconciliation to God and to embody that reconciliation in their relationship with Him. He quotes Isaiah chapter 49, verse 8, and then announces, See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. The time for reconciliation, like acts of faith, is not far off in some distant future, but right here, now. Let the strength of your belief be seen. As you listen, reflect on what these words mean to you today. Let us listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 through 13. Since we work together with him, we are also begging you not to receive the grace of God in vain. He says, I listened to you at the right time, and I helped you on the day of salvation. Look, now is the right time. Look, now is the day of salvation. We don't give anyone any reason to be offended about anything so that our ministry won't be criticized. Instead, we commend ourselves as ministers of God in every way. We did this with our great endurance through problems, disaster, and stressful situations. We went through beatings, imprisonments, and riots. We experienced hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger. We displayed purity, knowledge, patience, and generosity. We served with the Holy Spirit, genuine love, telling the truth, and God's power. We carried the weapons of righteousness in our right hand and our left hand. We were treated with honor and dishonor and with verbal abuse and good evaluation. We were seen as both fake and real, as unknown as well as known, as dying, and look, we are alive. We were seen as punished but not killed, as going through pain but always happy, as poor but making many rich, and as having nothing but owning everything. Corinthians, We have spoken openly to you, and our hearts are wide open. There are no limits to the affection that we feel for you. You are the ones who place boundaries on your affection for us. But as a fair trade, I'm talking to you like you are children. Open your hearts wide.
In the aftermath of the historic U.S.-North Korea summit, Facebook lit up with comments praising the work of the president. Many conservatives declared to their counterparts, regardless of their feelings about the president, this day was significant. Liberals appeared to be unmoved by the comments. Since the agreement remained a secret, I'm not sure what we are to celebrate. Still, we should at least be open to supporting the possibility of reconciliation between enemies. To attend the North Korea summit, however, the president walked away from another. His comments and early departure from the G7 summit angered many nations with friendly ties to the United States. It made it hard to celebrate the mending of one relationship when it came at the expense of several others. Political disagreements expressed on Facebook and the tension between nations revealed the truth of the human condition. We will never run out of opportunities for reconciliation. Elected leaders keep talking about unifying the nation, but I'm hard-pressed to see where that is actually taking place. The divide between people feels like it keeps getting wider with every new president. It leaves me wondering, is there any common ground in today's public arena? Do we share any fundamental agreements about values? In our culture, we disconnect issues of faith, salvation, and heaven from the reality of everyday life. When these are divided, people take great liberties with scripture. It often leads people to speak as God, rather than to God, about their actions. Paul's words in 2 Corinthians speaks directly to our modern context. In the midst of an ongoing conflict between people with different opinions, Paul declares, Now is the day of salvation. Meaning, right here and now, in the everyday fabric of life, we are to live as though God is standing before us. As theologian Carlo Works points out, for Paul, failing to love one another is a sign of accepting the grace of God in vain. Let us remember this point as we navigate the problematic community issues which seek to divide us. Then let us live as though today were the day of salvation. Where do you have common ground with someone who opposes your point of view? And how much agreement is necessary to be a community? How does your faith inform your daily life? And what does now is the day of salvation mean to you? I invite you to take this time to pray, perhaps praying for relationships that stand in need of reconciliation.
Let's listen one more time to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1-13. through 13. Since we work together with him, we are also begging you not to receive the grace of God in vain. He says, I listened to you at the right time, and I helped you on the day of salvation. Look, now is the right time. Look, now is the day of salvation. We don't give anyone any reason to be offended about anything so that our ministry won't be criticized. Instead, we commend ourselves as ministers of God in every way. We did this with our great endurance through problems, disaster, and stressful situations. We went through beatings, imprisonments, and riots. We experienced hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger. We displayed purity, knowledge, patience, and generosity. We served with the Holy Spirit genuine love, telling the truth and God's power. We carried the weapons of righteousness in our right hand and our left hand. We were treated with honor and dishonor and with verbal abuse and good evaluation. We were seen as both fake and real, as unknown as well as known, as dying, and look, we are alive. We were seen as punished but not killed, as going through pain but always happy, as poor but making many rich, and as having nothing but owning everything. Corinthians, we have spoken openly to you, and our hearts are wide open. There are no limits to the affection that we feel for you. You are the ones who place boundaries on your affection for us. But as a fair trade, I'm talking to you like you are children. Open your hearts wide. Let us pray a prayer for peace created by Rev. Elizabeth S. Tapia for World Peace Day. Gentle Spirit, breathe in us the wind of truth, wisdom, and righteousness. May your presence inspire us to create labyrinths of peace. Compassionate One, make our hearts burn with love, honoring all peoples and creation. Bless all nations, every family and community, while we seek to work for justice and unity. Prince of Peace, Lead us to ways of healing and reconciliation. We pray with those who suffer and struggle. Bless us with your reconciling love that knows no boundaries as we seek to live in community, justice, and peace. So be it. Amen. Now may God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine, bless you and grant you the gifts of faith, hope, and love. Amen. <music>